Aguanile. Aguanile. <laughs> Welcome back to another brand new episode of the Nothing Important Podcast with your host, Matt Reyes. Matt Reyes is happy right now. Can't you motherfucking tell? I'm in a good mood. You want to know why I'm in a fucking good mood? Is it because I hit the fucking lottery? Did my dick grow six inches? Did I finally put that fucking down payment on my dream home? And did I drive home a, a 2019 ZR1 Corvette in Sebring Orange? Is that why I'm fucking happy? No. I just had some Chipotle. 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 I love Chipotle. I love a lot of things on this planet. There's a lot of things that I, I hold very close to my heart, but mother a burrito bowl? My nigga. My nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it bring out the slave in me, boy. Um, <laughs> I like a burrito bowl. Who the fuck made that idea? They were like, yo, I like burritos, but I want to act like I'm not a fucking animal that has to roll my entire plate up into a tortilla. Let me just not do the tortilla I do it with a little bit of chips on the side. I'm going to tell you my, my order. I'm going to tell you the order that get me right, that get me in the psychological state to be in a, in a positive energy. You know what I'm saying? To get my vibrations in the right place. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> uh, I get white rice. White rice. I'm not, I'm not, I don't go to Chipotle to be healthy. I'm not getting brown rice. I want you to bleach my motherfucking rice. I want my, my rice like Kanye likes his girl's assholes. Bleached. I get the, the bleached rice, white rice. I do on that. Frijo negro. I like black beans. That is like a thing from my past. You know, my grandma could throw down in the motherfucker. Everybody say that. Everybody say their grandma could throw down in the fucking kitchen. I don't believe it. My grandma, when she when she feel like it, she do that thing. I'm not saying it's sanitary, you know. <laughs> I didn't say she washed her hands before or after. You know, I don't know what the fuck she's doing in the kitchen. But the food is amazing. And I love when my grandmother makes the fucking black beans with the peppers and the onions. and So that's what I get. I tell them bleached rice, like Kanye's girlfriend's asshole, black beans like my grandma used to do it. And then I get the peppers. People always forget the peppers when they're making a burrito bowl. I like the peppers. It's like peppers, onions, and they were like sauteed. Not quite caramelized, you know what I'm saying? But like just a little bit brown on the outside, got a little bit of crisp. They're a little bit, you know what I'm saying, limp. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like your dick after Viagra. After you fucked when you use Viagra. You know what I'm saying? You still got some 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 girth in there. You still got some weight in there. You know what I mean? Um, so that's how I like my peppers. And then I get corn. I get uh, cheese. I get sour cream. I know you're like, what? You don't get any fucking protein? Of course I get some motherfucking protein. Even though rice and beans is a perfect protein and that would be enough caloric intake for me to hit my goals. I'm trying to lose weight, ladies and gentlemen, but I don't give a motherfuck. When I go to the Chipotle, when I go to the Chipotle, don't call it Chipotle no more, call it the Chipotle, I'm not there to be fucking healthy. I do a half and half. And you know why I do this? This is some greedy motherfucking shit. This is some greedy shit. I go there and I stand in that line, right? And as they're, they're, they're giving the food, they go over to the proteins. And as I, I always get them with this. I don't want to pay for fucking double protein. I'm not trying to pay. as inflation as a motherfucker. I got a kid. You got to fucking be nice. You got to be, you know, budgeting well nowadays. So what I do is I tell them, I say chicken. 
And he, used to, he takes a big ass scoop of chicken. And I would be like, yeah, half chicken, half steak. <laughs> and they always give me that fucking look like, you motherfucker. And you, sometimes you get like a cool guy who will be like, and he'll just give you the same portion of steak. So what I get is majority chicken because they give me a full portion of chicken. And then I hit the little delay pregnant pause. <gasps> and then I tell him some half steak. So he, he thinks I, I'm retarded and I just can't put my sentences together. That's my little, beat of, uh, my little piece of advice for anybody who wants to manipulate workers at Chipotle. If they don't have it rough enough, they got to deal with my ass, right? And then at the very end, you ask him for, you know, God's favorite fruit. It is a fruit. Avocado in the form of guacamole, ladies and gentlemen. Today, inflation struck a motherfucking gen. Chipotle was out of guac in totality. I was like, what, nigga? What the fuck? You know, sometimes I order on the fucking online app. Sometimes I go there in person. I wait on the line, that awkward line where we're all there for the same fucking reason. We want to get our fucking hit. It's like a whole bunch of heroin addicts in downtown of whatever fucking city you've ever been to. And they're waiting on that line. They're waiting on that line to go see the fucking dealer. And the dealer's just making cash hand over fist. That's Chipotle. Because they know we need it. And so I wait I wait on the line or I order on the fucking app. And both didn't have the option for motherfucking guac. I, go, I went on the app first. They didn't have the option. I go on the fucking line and ask. And they're like, we out of guac. And, you know, I already fucked them, I fucked them mentally with the, you know, the half and half portions trick. So I was like, let me not be a fucking asshole and ask this guy why they're out of avocados. Let me put two and two together by my motherfucking self and assume that the price of shipping avocados is probably going up, that the price of avocados in general is probably going up. Maybe there's an avocado shortage. You ever seen that commercial? It's slightly racist, <laughs> which is just like I like my commercials. I like my commercials, not racist, but I like slight racism. I enjoy a slight, a smidget of racism. I think that's healthy in society. You know, gives you a little bit of thick skin. Um, wouldn't you agree? No. Um, there's this commercial and it's for, I don't even remember what the commercial is for, but the fucking premise of the commercial was so impactful in my brain. I was just like, I got to store this as a primary memory in my subconscious. It's this fucking Latin guy. I don't know if he's Cuban. I don't know if he's Puerto Rican. I don't know if he's Dominican. I don't know if he's South American. I don't know if he's a fucking Aztec that got put in a time machine and he's here in 2022. I don't know what the fucking guy is. But what I do know is that he was a spick. He was a bald spick and he was in a supermarket uh, filling up his cart with groceries and he grabbed some avocados and he was like, there was a deal on avocados. There was a deal on avocados. He's like, uh, two avocados for a dollar. And he, he, you know, the lights dim in the commercial and he goes into some conspiratorial rant about how um, there must be some type of uh, conspiracy behind why the avocados are so cheap. I'm not telling the commercial in totality. Go fucking look it up. Get on your YouTube. You have a fucking brain. You have thumbs. Thumbs are amazing, aren't they? You know, I'm of the belief that we are not the most intelligent creatures on the planet. We like to say that we are. But I think if dolphins had hands, we would be extinct. <laughs> dolphins are way smarter than us. They're way smarter than us, you know? But they don't have thumbs. And they're underwater. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. Talking about fucking under the water. Talking about under the motherfucking sea. Did anybody see this shit? My boy Herm. Herm! From the Bronx. The Bronx. Um, he hit me up. I was actually driving. My girl's in the back seat. You guys have been listening to the podcast. You've been paying attention. I am a Puerto Rican man. I am with a black woman. She is 
by way of Trinidad. I got to <laughs> you call them black by way of whatever the wherever the fuck they're from, right? Um, so she's Trini, she dark skinned woman, and my boy Herm is Dominican. Dem- you know, Dominicans are black. Come on, let's be fucking honest. I consider Puerto Ricans black. Um, you know, I look a little bit Arab if you see me in person, but um, neither here, neither there. I'm in the call. Herm hits me up. You know how motherfucking Dominicans are. He asked me, he's like, yo, are you on? am I on speakerphone? I'm like, yeah, but speak your mind, relax. So I know he's about to say some racist shit. <laughs> I know he's about to say some shit. But I was actually kind of vibing with what he was talking about, man. He was like, you saw this shit? I was like, what, bro? He's like, they're making a black Ariel. I'm like, who the fuck is Ariel? And why are you, you know what I'm saying? Why the fuck are you calling me about this? We don't even talk on the phone like that. He's like, yo, the little mermaid is coming out black. And then my girl immediately was like, what the fuck is he to? What's the problem with that? I love it. You know, why not? And I, I, you know, I always have to ask one more question because I know Herm. Herm is a smart young man. Herm is an intelligent young man. And, um, I mean, he is racist, but you know, fuck it. Uh, (laughs) I just know there was probably some deeper meaning. His passion, his vocal inflection gave me, you know, the ability to put two and two together. That might be the name of the motherfucking episode, two and two together. Um, Put two and two together another time and say, maybe there's something deeper. You know, let me ask, instead of getting triggered, instead of being like every other fucking American on the fucking planet, all you Americans, and be getting triggered off of fucking words... Let me ask a question. What do you mean by that? You know, but I didn't even ask him, what do you mean? I said, tell me what you think about that. Why, why does that bother you? And he, he, he gives me a phrase, you know, this is why education never stops. You know what I'm saying? If you're an individual who thinks that because they graduated and they got the degrees on their wall and this, that, and the third, and they got the fucking robe hanging up in their closet and they got the, you know, all that this, that, and the third shit, you know what I mean? Um, that they are educated and they don't need to learn no more. You're fucking lost. Education happens every day. You can learn from a homeless man. You can learn from a fucking astronaut. You know, I don't know when you're going to talk to an astronaut. I'm tangenting. The point of it, the point of it all, let's, let's bring it full circle back. Herm, I'm in the car. My girl's in the back. She's black. Herm's upset because it's a black little mermaid. I ask him, um, you know, what he, why is he upset about this? Herm says something I never heard about. And I, I, I learned, you know, you know, you know, when they say you're going to learn today, I learned today. He talked about something called virtue signaling. I was like, what the fuck is that? It's like, it's virtue signaling. I was like, I never heard of that. Explain that concept to me. Virtue signaling is basically um, white culture. No, uh, <laughs> it's basically when somebody does something that is charitable or something virtuous or something that would uh, appear that they are in good moral character. Maybe they do something that is anti-racist, anti-homophobic, uh, you know, contribute to some type of charity, do something for the homeless, but they do so in the form of spectacle. They do so so that people can look at them as if they're righteous. That is virtue signaling. You know what I mean? It's like when you see that white guy, every once in a fucking while, I see a white guy with his tie loose, with his hands in his fucking pocket, whistling, and they give a dollar to a homeless person. It's rare. Typically, what you fucking see is them looking at the homeless person like, sucks to be you. You know, you see that a lot. But every fucking once in a while, you do see a a white guy give a dollar to a homeless person, a rich white man, not, you know, I'm from Manhattan, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let's keep it fucking straight. I'm not used to these poor whites. I'm getting used to it. But that's not how I grew up. I grew up on the rich whites. When you do see that, when you see that white man give that dollar to that homeless person, you'll notice 
that their fucking neck is apparently cramped and they need to loosen it because they're looking back and forth. They're looking to see who the fuck is watching them. You know what I mean? They make a whole spectacle. They get on one knee. They give the dollar. They might pray for the son of a bitch that's fucking homeless. He just wants some crack. He doesn't need to meet God. The crack will get him higher than where God is. He just wants a dollar, sir. But they do that whole spectacle. And that is virtue signaling. And I started thinking about that. I was like, man, how do I feel about a black little mermaid? I don't want that shit. I don't want that shit. I have no fucking problem with Ariel, the original Ariel, who was, I don't know, she's Irish. She had the fucking fiery red hair. Um, Maybe that's why she was like outcast by her family. I don't know what the fuck she was. She was a mermaid and she was Caucasian and the movie came out in the 90s. I don't want you to rewrite my fucking past. I want my daughter to know that they were racist back then and the most popular characters was white. And let's, let's keep it a fucking book. Let's keep it a book. A, a, a black girl as, the, as Poseidon's daughter. Come on, son. Come on, son. Black people like seafood. I don't know about swimming. <laughs> I don't know about deep sea scuba diving. I don't know about that one. Is she Caribbean? I don't know. I don't fucking know. You know, they need, a, they need to have like an asterisk and, uh, right after the title. You know, the black... I don't know if they're going to call it the Black Little Mermaid. They just might do the Little Mermaid. Um, <laughs> the Black Little Mermaid will be wild, though. That would be pr- pretty fucking funny. I, I would accept it if they said that. <laughs> because at least they're being upfront. At least they're fucking being honest and saying, you know what I'm saying? We're doing this for the reason that we're doing this. Because we want to we wanna get this new demographic of people who are fucking woke and, you know, Black Lives Matter and all this other bullshit. Talking about Black Lives Matter. This is going to be a long episode, but I don't give a motherfuck. I don't give a motherfuck. Did you guys see that one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, he's a gentleman with a fucking name on him. You know, we're going to have to do a little intermission here. If you hear me uh, scrambling around on my phone, that's because that's what the fuck I'm doing right now. I am on Safari and I'm going to search up right now. Black Lives don't matter. No. Matter, um, founder, sued. Okay, CNBC, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a, I'm, I'm, I'm from a liberal state, so I, I should watch this. Okay, so Black Lives Matter, grassroots, ensuing an executive of Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation for allegedly stealing 10 million dollars. I say it like fucking Dr. Evil. You remember Dr. Evil said it? $10 million. I can't do his impersonation, but you get the fucking point. It's a lot of fucking money. In a lawsuit filed last week in Los Angeles, California, Black Lives Matter grassroots accused, this is the guy's name, Shal- Shalomia Bowers. Shalomia Bowers. I'm going to guarantee you guys this one. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the hood. I'm from Harlem. Harlem is notorious to have motherfucking Muslims up and down, especially on the West side. We got the Africans. We got the dudes that went to prison for 50 years and they came out and they found Allah. I know about Muslims. This is not this guy's original name. I'm going to tell you this right now. That is the first sign that he's a motherfucking scammer. Shalom, yeah? Come on. Come on. Nigga took Shalom and was like, yo, yeah, yo. You know what I'm saying? He's letting you know. And that's very offensive to the Jews. That is That is feeding into a stereotype that Jewish people scam. Um, and I don't appreciate that. That's anti. That's an anti-Semitic name. Shalom, yeah. Um, he was a leader of the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, and his Bowers Consulting firm um, basically siphoned millions of dollars from the group 
into his own personal piggy bank. Okay, CNBC, this is where you fucking lost me. His personal piggy bank? All right, anyway, I'm not going to fucking get hung up on the bad writing. Uh, the suit also alleges that these actions triggered investigations by state and federal agencies, including the Internal Revenue Service. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what the fuck that that Internal Revenue Service is, if you're only familiar with the acronym and you don't know the total title, the, the complete title of that fucking organization, then you're probably going to get a call pretty soon. Um, but they claim um, he blazed a path of irreparable harm to Black Lives Matter in less than 18 months. This guy works motherfucking quick. $10 million over 18 months, and they didn't notice until now. God damn. I'm still upset about the personal piggy bank, but you guys get the fucking point. The point of it is that money is, is a corruptible energy, isn't it? It's a corrupting source. That's the source of corruption. It's the root of all evil. The Bible said it. No, uh, I'm not going to get Christian on this one. What I will get is a little bit preachy. I'm going to tell everybody out there that you went and you were a good little boy and a girl. Good little boys and girls. And you went on your Facebook when there was like people protesting in the streets for innocent people getting murdered by police officers. And you blacked out your Facebook profile that you didn't do shit. I just want to let you know that you did about as much as this guy fucking did. I mean, you didn't get $10 million out of it. But this whole mascot culture of people saying words and doing irrelevant actions like going and taking a walk in the fucking park and putting your fist up, that doesn't mean you're not racist. It doesn't mean you're helping the motherfucking cause. I have a hilarious story about this. And this is brainwashing 101. This is brainwashing motherfucking 101. My girl, once again, ladies and gentlemen, is a dark-skinned woman. She was outside in Atlanta during the midst of the motherfucking pandemic when the George Floyd protests were in full fucking effect. I know you remember what was going on. There was burning cars in New York. There was going crazy in the Midwest. They was going crazy in Atlanta. They did the looting and the rioting and all that motherfucking shit. You guys remember all that? Do you fucking, can we keep track right here? Keep a good timeline? When that was going on, my girl was in the park and she was taking a walk. And she was walking and she walked actually into one of the protests. I guess people on the way to the protest or there was like some little group that fucking, um, you know, walked off of the main big crowd. But basically there was some fucking white girls that were there and they were walking toward the fucking protest. And my girl was walking in the opposite fucking direction. She was walking away from the protest because she was taking a fucking walk in the park like a free human being should be able to do. And those women guilted her for not going to fucking protest the motherfucking nerve. But this is what brainwashing does to people. Those white girls who have probably been pieces of shit for the entirety of their life. Their dads probably hired no black people or fucking find legal ways to enslave them. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Maybe it's not even that deep. But they're so self-righteous that they think them going on a fucking march with their fist in the air qualifies them to tell a black woman what she should be doing with her time. This is a very fucking interesting concept. This is an interesting concept because I don't think black and Hispanic people should be protesting at fucking all. It should be mandated that white people go into the streets and they protest on our behalf because why should we clean up the mess that they fucking made? Bingo. You understand? Doesn't fucking make sense. Doesn't make sense. But, you know, we live in a strange world. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. That has been a hell of a motherfucking episode. I've talked about a burrito bowl. I've talked about a black little mermaid. I've talked about some 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 nigga. I don't know where he's fucking from. 
This nigga's name is Shalom Ya uh, Bowers. This guy robbed the fuck out of Black Lives Matter, and I've exposed you for your fake wokeness. Thank me very much. For anybody who's to continue listening to the Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes, I want to thank you sincerely. Please go on to my email and let me know who you fucking are, and I'll shout you out during the podcast. The email, the king and sheepskin at gmail, motherfucking.com. The motherfucking wasn't really in there, but you get the fucking point. Then go over to my Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes. Go on to the links. Click all the links. It will redirect you to Spotify, Apple. It will redirect you to Amazon Music. Wherever the fuck you're listening to the podcast, go on to the bottom and give me five stars. Comment. Say something nice about me. If you hate me, just let me know. I want to fucking know. I don't like to be in the dark. When you're done there, go back to Instagram. Once again, I like to tell you guys to do a lot of things and you better fucking listen. Go back to the Instagram on the highlights reels. There's going to be a tab that says donations. Click that tab. Give with love. Until next time.